Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbard. And I'm Devin Voda. And each week we bring you conservation topics and events from around the Endless Mountains. Well, Saturday, April 22nd, is Earth Day. Yep. So we want to spend a little time talking about how it started mm-hmm. um, and maybe what it looks like, you know, modern times. So we pulled most of the information about Earth Day and how it was founded from earthday.org and just mm-hmm. wanted to mention that so you could check it out too mm-hmm. um we're just going to kind of read through what they laid out as far as how it got started because yep. i don't know about you but i really wasn't familiar with it no i, I wasn't mean, either um as much as i studied in college yeah i don't think we just we didn't cover earth day there's a few um, like tips here and there throughout i feel like in college but nothing in depth about it right but um what i did learn after researching it was that a lot of our regulations that are now in place are kind of thanks to earth day yeah and kind of that momentum mm-hmm. kind of why we're here in general at the conservation sure, district yeah exactly so how about you get started uh so in 1970 senator gaylord nelson the junior senator from wisconsin had long been concerned about the deteriorating environment of the United States. So in January 1969, him and many others witnessed the ravages of a massive oil spill in St. Barbara, California. Hey, and uh, so that inspired a lot of students who were already involved in the anti-war movement. Mm -hmm. And so Senator Nelson really wanted to infuse the energy of the student anti-war protests with emerging public consciousness about air and water pollution. Mm -hmm. So Nelson announced the idea for a teach-in on college campuses to the national media and persuaded Pete McCloskey, Mm -hmm. uh, who was a conservation-minded Republican, to serve as a co-chair. Yep. So then they also recruited Dennis Hayes, a young activist, to organize the campus teach-ins, and they chose April 22nd. They wanted something that kind of fell in between spring break and final exams, so a time that a lot of students would be on campus. Sure. Um, And then they were recognizing the potential to inspire all Americans, so Hayes built a national staff of 85 to promote um, organizations I'm sorry, to promote events across the land, and the effort soon broadened to include a wide range of organization, faith groups, and a lot of other groups as well. So at that point, they changed the name to Earth Day, which immediately sparked national media attention, and then it caught on across the country. Ended up being that Earth Day inspired somewhere around 20 million Americans at the time, or 10%, yeah, 10% of the total population in the United States to take to the streets and parks, auditoriums, uh, to demonstrate against the impacts of the previous 150 years of industrial development, which Mm -hmm. really had left a growing legacy of serious human health problems. Uh, This inspired thousands of colleges and universities to organize protests against the deterioration of the environment, and there were massive coast-to-coast rallies in cities, towns, and communities. The groups had been fighting individually against oil spills, polluting factories and power plants, raw sewage, toxic dumps, uh, pesticides, freeways, all different sorts of issues that were kind of 
contributing to the loss of wilderness and extinction of wildlife. So they became united on Earth Day to kind of promote these things. That meant that Earth Day 1970 achieved a rare political alignment, enlisting support from Republicans and Democrats alike, rich and poor, urban dwellers, farmers, businesses, and labor leaders. So by the end of 1970, the first Earth Day led to the creation of the United States Environmental Protection Agency mm-hmm. and the passage of other firsts of their kind, environmental laws. Uh, and that included the National Environmental Education Act, the Occupational Safety and Health Act, and even the Clean Air Act. Awesome. Two years later, Congress also passed the Clean Water Act. And a few years after that, Congress passed the Endangered Species Act. And soon after, the Federal Insecticide, Fungicide, and Rodenticide Act as well. It's really a lot of different things happened, like right mm-hmm. after this took place. Yeah, it, it was didn't really take long. cool to see. Mm-hmm. These laws have been protecting millions of men, women, and children from disease and death for years now, and keeping hundreds of species from extinction as well. Yeah. In 1990, that's really when Earth Day goes global. Mm -hmm. So this is something I didn't realize as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I always kind of thought that Earth Day was a global thing. Yeah. Uh, But it turns out it started in America and spread around the globe in 1990. A group of environmental leaders approached Dennis Hayes, who we already spoke about, Mm -hmm. and again organized another major campaign, this time for the planet. And... This time, Earth Day went global, mobilizing 200 million people, 141 countries around the world, lifting environmental issues onto the world stage. Uh, So Earth Day 1990 also gave a huge boost to the recycling efforts worldwide and helped pave the way for the 1992 United Nations East Summit. It also promoted President Bill Clinton to award Senator Nelson the Presidential Medal of Freedom, the highest honor given to civilians in the United States. Um, he got this for his role as an Earth Day founder. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well deserved. Absolutely. After talking a little bit about the history of Earth Day, I did want to kind of touch some on some of the things that were happening in the country before Earth Day, what kind of sparked this idea at all in people's minds to kind of protect our Earth. Um, So in the decades leading up to the first Earth Day, Americans were consuming vast amounts of leaded gas through massive and inefficient automobiles. The industry was belching out smoke and sludge with little fear of consequence, unfortunately. Uh, Air pollution was commonly accepted as the smell of prosperity, they said. What did set the stage for change, though, was the publication of Rachel Carson's New York Times bestseller, Silent Spring in 1962, which I'm sure you probably talked about in college. I know I did quite a bit. Yep, yep, very familiar with Mm -hmm. Silent Spring. Yep. All right, so maybe you're wondering how you can get involved with Earth Day if you've never been involved before. Mm -hmm. It's a good time to really reflect on how you're impacting our globe Mm -hmm. Um, because we all have an impact. So Mm -hmm. we did gather up a couple different ideas for you, and we'll mention them right now. All right. Uh, So the first one is support our pollinators. Bring native bees and other pollinating creatures to your garden. Uh, Plant nice flowers for them. Get them going. Get them happy for pollination season. Yeah, we were just talking about this before the show. You're showing me some of the flowers you have around your yard. Mm -hmm. And we'll touch on this more later. But 
planting natives is a good way. Mm -hmm. So if you already notice, you know, some plants really thriving around your yard or the border of your yard, implement those into your landscape even more. Mm -hmm. um, as long as they're not invasive. Right. Yeah. So, yep, support the pollinators. Uh, another one would be just clean up plastic in your neighborhood or local park. Mm -hmm. Or even, you're talking about this, even alongside the road. Yep. Um, definitely a lot of trash out there. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, snow melted. Mm -hmm. And you just see, you know, everything alongside the road, which mm -hmm. is kind of sad. Uh, I've seen some litter crews out. You have too. You just mm -hmm. mentioned that. But that's a good way to get out and do your part. Mm -hmm. um, make sure that you're not throwing stuff out the window. Uh, but some people have that tendency. Yep. For whatever reason, uh, it's a habit that needs to be broken. Absolutely. But we can get outside and clean up that trash anyway. Yep. Our next idea is a little more of like a long-term thing, kind of a commitment. Uh, swapping out your kitchen and household products. Uh, think 100% recycled aluminum foil, toxic-free parchment paper, um, just stuff that you can kind of reuse. Don't just get your grocery bags and throw them right in the trash. Like, there's plenty of uses around the house for different things like that. Yeah, even like uh, washable napkins or a yep. good one. Uh, next one's plant a tree. Mm -hmm. um, this is my favorite, actually. Mm -hmm. so I like trees. So they capture carbon. They cool overheated places, they benefit agriculture, support pollinators, the list goes on. Mm -hmm. there, there's so many good things about trees. Give us oxygen. Yep. You know, all those things, there's just really no reason not to plant a tree. Mm -hmm. Right, so get out there and do that one. Yeah. And we do have a note here. Did you know that planting one oak tree brings in more insect and bird species than an entire yard of plants? That's an amazing stat. Yeah. Yeah, so cool. Next one is use wildflowers and native plants, kind of tying back into that first point that we talked about a little bit. Uh, wildflowers and indigenous species, they're very beautiful, usually very colorful, but it does help bring in the pollinators, um, and it actually improves pest control as well. So There you go. Yeah. Get all the animals involved. Uh, next one is reduce, reuse, recycle not only inside the house, but in, out in the garden. Mm -hmm. So you can do stuff like um, if you're planting seeds, you use the old plastic pots from two years ago mm -hmm. that you, you know, bought at the big box store or whatever. You can reuse those. Use the trays. Uh, another thing to do is join the seed swap. Yep. Uh, so a lot of those, I know you can contact the master gardeners. They can get you hooked up with the, the right people that are willing to share their seeds with you, and you can share yours. Yeah. So, and the last one is uh, oil your garden tools. Okay. You, you know, you go to Dollar General and you see those cheap tools. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, if you just oil them up at the end of the season, um, they're going to last longer. Okay. The ones that you buy at your local hardware store the same way, you can oil the handles, you know, any moving parts, and they're just going to last a lot longer. I think okay. we're in a... A throwaway society unfortunately yeah. um, but there's really just a little bit of maintenance mm -hmm. goes a long way even touching on that a little bit like any containers you get from your food like ice cream containers anything like that are great for starting seeds stuff like that too so there you go. don't Good be point. afraid to look around your kitchen for some things too yeah next point we want to touch on is conserving water um 
unfortunately we do waste a lot of water and a lot of people don't think about it because around here we're more of a well-based water system not too many town waters around but we do waste a lot so I know one thing I've seen recently is when you're waiting for your water to warm up to do your dishes you can collect that cold water actually before it heats up and water your garden with it even maybe give it to your dog or something like house plants yeah sure yep that's a good idea Mm -hmm. also harvesting rainwater from your gutters and stuff too is a good idea to just collect that water and I did have to pay for my water at one time. Mm-hmm. Just got a, a well drilled. Mm-hmm. And even before I got switched over to my well, I was already implementing techniques like the, the low flow faucets. Okay. Which my kids complained about, but that's <laughs> what it is. Yeah. I haven't said anything since. But, um, uh, you know, just stuff like that mm-hmm. are good ways to conserve the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one we wanted to mention was just thinking about your diet. Uh, there's a stat out there. This is about one third of the food that we produce every year. We actually waste That's annually. Crazy. Yeah. So, and the bottom line is usually this happens after we buy the food. So just planning a little bit more, I think in general helps. They also mentioned that you can improve your diet and that makes it healthier for ourselves and the planet. Mm-hmm. If we buy local you know, yeah. we can really reduce our food print, they call it. Mm-hmm. And that's like the gas consumed to get, you know, produce to certain places or meats or that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But if there's so many farmers locally that are selling such great products. Yeah. And uh, so you're not only supporting the local economy, but you're, you're reducing that food print as mm-hmm. well. Well, and it also doesn't take much space to... Maybe start your own small garden and produce your own vegetables as well. Yep. So We both do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and our last tip out there is get your kids involved. Uh, pass down the love of nature and plants to your kid. Show them what it's all about. Show them why we should be out there helping the environment, keeping it so that they have a nice place to live and for their children as well. That's a huge one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was putting together some of the show. Yeah, I had to reflect on this one. Mm-hmm. So you got three kids. Just teaching them mm-hmm. in general, I think uh, it's so important, like you said, to, they're going to pass it on their kids mm-hmm. and you know, so on and so come. forth. Yeah. So it's a lasting legacy. If mm-hmm. you just take a little extra time and explain the whys behind things and how to take care of our planet, it goes mm-hmm. a long way. Absolutely. So hope that taught you a little bit about Earth Day, maybe gave you some ideas on how to get out there and help yourself. So we do want to pull in some trivia. Sure. Um, so last week's question was, how many hearts does a worm have? The answer might shock you a little bit. It's actually five. What a special Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> so then this week's question, kind of pulling in a little bit of what we've talked about, uh, where does most of Earth's breathable air come from? And the answer might actually shock you a little bit. So. Yeah, I have an idea or two. Okay. I'm not going to say it, though. Yeah, we do have a couple events for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this Saturday, Earth Day, is actually the Conservation District's seedling sale. So this is an event that we did have orders out for, what, about a month or so? A couple yeah, months couple ago. A couple months, yep. You can place orders for seedlings and seeds. And so this Saturday is the pickup for those orders. So this is for orders that were already placed. 
Um, it's from 9 to noon here at the Conservation District, which if you don't know where we are, we are 89 Industrial Drive in Montrose, um, right out behind the Treehab Center. It is a drive through event, so be ready to, you might sit in line a little bit, but we're going to bring you trees right out to you. Yep. Uh, the other one kind of ties in well with Earth Day. It's actually a Susquehanna River North Branch Volunteer Cleanup. Okay. This is actually cleaning up the river, which is really cool. I don't think I've heard of this being done in our area. Um, And so that's put on by the Endless Mountain Heritage Region, Keystone College, a couple of organizations that are really fine-tuning this event. Mm -hmm. But it's Thursday, April 27th at 9 a.m., and they're going to be meeting at White's Ferry Launch. Okay. So there'll be some kayaks involved, the people walking along the shore in certain sections. Uh, really a good opportunity to get involved mm-hmm. and uh, help clean up our area river. Yeah. So. Sounds good. So I guess that does it for today's show. If you have questions related to our shows, you can contact the Conservation District by calling 570-782-2105. If you missed a portion of today's show, you can go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org, and find our Conservation Corner page with past episodes and links to information about past episodes. You've been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Devin Voda. And I'm Don Hibbert saying, enjoy the outdoors.